Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. And listen to me, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever Show. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. And with that, we welcome you inside Studio 34. This is the BFFs. He is Frank Stample. I am Greg Sussman. Eric Young on the way in just a moment. Frankie, what's happening? Greggy! What a game last night, man. What a game, man. What a game. How'd you sleep? I slept really great because it was a really boring game to watch. It put me to bed just like that, man. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Except I was there. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Speaking of terrible, here we go. Is that a terrible Jets towel? Terrible Jets towel. It was s- a blackout last night. That's what they're calling it, a blackout. First time they wore the black uniforms, they were giving out these awesome black first towels. First time, the f- wait, so you're saying the first time in the two weeks that they've played that they've worn the black jerseys? Yes. Ah, okay. I mean, it was the first time in franchise history that they wore black jerseys, Greg. Great. Yeah. So that was last night. It was a blackout, but what it actually was... They blacked out. Was a funeral for the Jets' season. Just end the season, Greggy. It's all over. Isn't that fo- everything is crumbling? Football is Let's amazing. Go. Let's go! Football. Can I have that for one second? Yeah. Gonna wipe the sweat. Yeah. So you can use it in the bathroom too if you want. I will. So football is amazing because just two weeks ago, the Jet fans here have all this hope, right? Like we got Sam Darnold. Things are looking up. Which Jet fans? Not you. Okay. But most Jet fans have this hope. Of, like, hey, this could be our year. Like, we could be pretty good. And Sam Darnold takes the next step. Adam Gase innovates the offense a little bit. Again, not you, Frankie. They could be pretty good. And Giant fans are like, wow, this is going to be terrible. We drafted Daniel Jones. He stinks. Oh, my God. And we don't have it. I should have made sure we had it available. But I did a pretty big rant about six months ago. About six months ago, I told you about the Daniel Jones thing. And Will you be apologizing to Daniel Jones? Now, six months later, <laughs> with the Giants announcing they're going to start Daniel Jones this weekend, I couldn't be more excited. This is the life of a football fan. So, that is true. I've never seen a collective city, great. franchise, organization, living here in New York, seeing the response that drafting Daniel Jones garnered. 
do a complete 180 in a six-month span, Greg. I love it. All this guy had to do is complete a few passes in the preseason. That's it. There you go. We are all in on the Daniel Jones experience, baby. Danny Dimes. Let's, That's what they're calling him. Let's do it. Let's bring in our buddy EY. What's happening, EY? Boys, another excellent weekend of uh, fantasy football. Uh, I don't think any of us, I know we we always uh, have a little text group, and I don't think any of us did very well. But no. uh, we all kind of made some good calls. Uh, the games were fun, except for last night. And, uh, I mean, football's the best. It's also the best when uh, when you beat up on us, huh? Huh, EY? Why are you waving a just for? Uh, I'm just reminding him that he wasn't here when I told everyone that I was at the game last night. Uh, and he was I, here the whole I time. Just, I just went on a little spiel. He, about, he heard it. He was here. Oh, he was here. So, yeah, he so, heard it all. So yeah. Why didn't we uh, welcome him in early? So we were doing a Jets and Giants rant. Oh, he's, okay. He's not a Jets. And all right. Giants well, yeah. Fan. Last night was terrible, EY. Uh, it was also doubly terrible because you had Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, and we we all it saw how that turned it out. It wasn't Nick Chubb that yeah, beat us. It was the Julio. It was Jones. Julio Jones, man. We were looking good. We were looking you know, great. Julio Jones does not score that final touchdown, that fifty-yard touchdown. Look at that now. We would have won. We would have won. We lost by seven points. That touchdown gave Ey twelve points. So thank you, Philadelphia Eagles, he for sucking. He basically could have just brought it down to the one and fallen. We would have won. Yeah, and and no, well the Falcons needed that score to win, didn't they? No, uh, or no, they were already up. They were already up. Uh, yeah, well, then he should have done that. But congratulations to you, EY. Uh, make sure to uh, pick a weekend and uh, choose a hotel of your of your choice. But before let's and, not uh, we'll say be, that. let's not say that. Number one, <laughs> we'll be paid uh, up. Number two, number two. I'm just saying, given that we played in week two, we do play again in week thirteen. Uh oh, there could be a double or nothing coming. Uh oh, just say double or nothing, EY. Count me in, boys. Count me in. I'll never get tired of whipping on you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Ah. I felt good, man. I, I like our team. I think U.S. got a good team also. Yeah. Um, hey, look, man. We put up 124 points. It's not a bad that, week in a half-point PPR league. It's we do that every week. week. I think we're going to be fine. I yeah. Really, I really believe You know, that. having Patrick Mahomes, we were actually very skeptical of this team. This we're the team. team. We drafted Kelsey in the second round and uh, Patrick Mahomes in, in the third. We were very skeptical of this team. It's not a bad team. Not at all. Outside of, you know, D.D. Westbrook. I don't know. We have the uh, fourth most <laughs> points in the league through two weeks. That's, that's, okay. not, that's not bad. Yes. Okay. That's okay. So we'll figure that out. Today on the show, Waiver Wire Show, Greg, we got to, you know, rein it in a little bit. We got to get serious because, dude, all these injuries to quarterbacks this week, I- I've never seen this before. Dude, Drew I, Brees, yeah. Big Ben, the news came out about Cam Newton earlier. Obviously, Daniel Jones stepping up and starting for the New York Giants. Luke Falk, baby, starting for my New York Jets. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to specifically the quarterback position and Superflex leagues. Right? We got to talk Superflex. That's exactly where we're going to start because quarterbacks, just a couple weeks ago, we talked about, we don't quarterback. It doesn't matter. There's so many quarterbacks through two weeks. Are there? There's no longer so many quarterbacks. I don't remember who it was on Twitter, but maybe my man Ray Summerlin, maybe even JJ also, that tweeted out, oh my God, there's so many quarterbacks. And then two weeks later goes, oh my God, if I don't get Andy Dalton, I am effed. And that's the truth. And it's a tough matchup for the Bengals this week too. It was just a euphemism, Frank. It okay, yeah, Buffalo Bills. You know, like I don't I'm saying, do that. everyone made fun of my quarterbacks coming yeah. out of this draft. I still got three going. Yeah, I you're one of the few three. people, man. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, we lost Nick Foles last week. I mean, these guys are dropping like flies. So yeah, we're gonna talk a lot about quarterbacks, obviously today on the show. Running backs, wide receivers. It's a full. Waiver wire edition heading into week three, Greg. There's a lot to talk about. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we're going to take the break coming up right now. When we Shout co- out to EY for the Demarcus Robinson call, too. I, I texted yeah, you this man. over the weekend, EY. Like, this is the year of Eric Young. Every year is the year of Eric Young. It's true. But this specifically, 
The Andrew Luck call, Demarcus Robinson spanking your BFFs around. It's your year, you guy. It was a hell of a call, man. It was a hell of a call. I, I am on fire this year for sure. It's not really uh, showing in all of my leagues, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well. I'm off to a great start. I'm not. <laughs> uh, that's that's great. Let's help Greg. I don't. This is a disaster, man. The only one I. <laughs> we'll take a break. Help Greg and help you next. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Fantasy Sports Today. Who in the world is wants Carlos Hyde right now? Miles Sanders owners as RB2s who are getting crushed right now. Devontae Freeman owners who are getting crushed right now. Le'Veon Bell owners who are no, panicking. Okay. If, no, wait, 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 wait. You, wait, you wait, had me in your loss. only good running back. There's a lot of people right now who are looking for depth, who are panicking a little bit. At least you can sell Hyde right now off this volume of two weeks. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the DSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. For those of you watching, the goal in our, with our new seating arrangement is to have EY right in between us, which I think would be really, really cool. So we're hoping to get that ready for the next time EY's on on Thursday. That would be awesome. He yeah. would be like the overlord. Sure. Who was the guy in the Power Zordon. Rangers? Like you would just see his face and they would talk to him. Zordon? Zordon. Zordon, Zordon. Yeah. yeah. EY's basically Zordon. 
with the calls he's making, you know, he basically is the, uh, you know, the end-all be-all. What was your favorite Power Ranger? Same hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> what was your favorite Power Ranger, Frank? Uh, definitely the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger was sick. Yeah, Green Ranger was sick. Yeah. With the gold armor as well. But he was also the White Ranger. White and gold. Sick. Awesome movie. Very underrated. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. I'm in. With Ivan really Ooze. I'm in. Yep. I finally found something from Greg's childhood that we both agree on. I like it. It was cool. I'm happy that we can bond over this. Yeah, but I like the loser Power Ranger. We're having a moment right I now. like the loser Power Ranger. You're a Blue Ranger fan. I am. Oh, come on. Craig. I like Billy. Are you, are you serious? I like Billy. Oh, my God. EY, who's your Power Ranger? Uh, Black Ranger for me. Hip, hip-hop keto boys. Get yeah. He was cool. All right. So we got a little Green Ranger, a little White Ranger, some blue. And the Pink Ranger, Kimmy. Some she, black as well. She was, uh... You know what? I gotta, I gotta say that. I don't know if I'll say this or not. Uh-oh. Don't get us kicked off the air I here, might. Greg. Power Rangers kind of racist. You don't say. That's like a known thing? No, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a known thing. No, I, I I put it together many years later. Same. Yeah. Kind of racist. Kind of, yeah. Kind of definitely racist. <laughs> yeah. So if you just look at the names and the individuals that play the characters, you'll, you'll get what I'm saying. Yeah. Should we move on? Uh, yeah, I don't think we'll be picking any of those people up this week. Agree. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me begin with... Superflex leaves, like I said. You lost Big Red Roethlisberger for the year. You've lost Drew Brees for anywhere from six to ten weeks, I'm hearing. Week ten coming back, that could work. Cam Newton clearly wasn't right last Thursday. He can't move. He's going to be out for a while as well. Frank, you're in a Superflex league. Who do you go after? How much do you spend? Well, I will preface this with, if there's any quarterbacks available in your super flex leagues that are starters, you're probably going to go after those guys first and foremost. For example, Assuming they're all gone. I have a home league where Joe Flacco is still available. Really? Case Keenum might be out there. So just throw those names out there. Gardner Minshew, if he wasn't added last week. But if I'm just ranking the three that have stepped up because of injuries, or rather, let's, put, let's make it four. We'll put Daniel Jones and Kyle Allen in the mix as well. Uh, Daniel Jones as well, of course. I would rank it. Mason Rudolph, Daniel Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, Kyle Allen. That's how I would rank it. How would you rank it, EY? Yeah, I think I, I think I would do the exact same as Frank. I I, I have a weird feeling about uh, Daniel Jones, and, and and he was a guy where I was like, man, how I cannot. I'm not even a Jets or a Giants fan, but when they drafted him, I laughed. I I can remember chuckling about it and thinking like, oh, here. Here we go again. Giants just can't get out of their own way. But, I mean, in preseason, look, I know it is preseason, but he looked really good. Like, really, really good. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. For me, I also rank it the same exact way. And part of it in a super flex is finding the quarterback that has the job the longest, ultimately, right? We know that Big Ben's out for the year. On IR, he's done. They went out and signed Paxton Lynch as the backup. We know that Eli Manning was, was benched. In the long run, the goal is for Daniel Jones to be the next quarterback of the Giants. That's his job as long as he's good enough to have it. That's two. At three, you know Drew Brees is out until like week 10-ish or so. They have a week nine bye. He might be back for that week 10 game. That's the thought. Yep. Teddy Bridgewater is going to have this job for the next at least seven weeks. Or is he? You're going to Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill? You're going to Taysom Hill? I'll throw the name out there. Agree. Worth a dollar bid or something like that. Dollar make you hollow. Absolutely. And then fourth is Kyle Allen to me because we have no idea when Cam's going to be back. Yep. The so, timeline is, quote, up in the air right now. There is no timeline. So really. I'm, not even, I'm not even using like, who I think is going to be the best. I'm literally using the timeline here. 
And to me, if Mason Rudolph and Daniel Jones have the same timeline, then I go with, all right, who's better? Who's not necessarily who's better, but like who has a better supporting cast? Who's better for fantasy purposes? That's Mason Rudolph. Yeah, it's still Mason Rudolph. And I think your logic makes sense in terms of when it comes to Superflex, ranking them in order of who has the job the longest. But if we're using, you know, whose team context is better between Mason Rudolph and Daniel Jones, I would lean with Mason Rudolph. Plus, he's been in the league for a few years. He's learned under Ben Roethlisberger. They clearly had enough faith in him to trade away Joshua Dobbs and keep Mason Rudolph as the backup quarterback. And he didn't look terrible last week either. So we'll get that out of the way. You know, the screen pass touchdown that he threw to Vance McDonald, I was actually really impressed. There was a lot of patience shown on that play. Um, Daniel Jones, while he looked good in the preseason, we won't deny that. That's why Giants fans have done this complete 180. We're excited about hashtag Danny Dimes with a Z, or three Zs, however many you want to throw in there. Uh, I think the fact that Mason Rudolph has some experience, um, and personally, I would rank his weapons better, too. I I like Saquon Barkley, I like Evan Ingram, but I like the combination of Juju Smith-Schuster and Vance McDonald and James Conner and James Washington, who we'll get into in a little bit, because they have a rapport already. These guys played four years together at Oklahoma State, and James Washington almost had 4,500 receiving yards and 39 touchdowns in that four-year span. So they have a rapport already as well. So I lean with Mason Rudolph over Daniel Jones because of those weapons, Greg. So how much, EY, do you spend? You know, you gave us the order. You're in a super flex league. How much are you spending on Mason Rudolph this week? Uh, super flex league. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to make this move and, and, and put in a bid in the NXT league, which just became uh, a yep. super flex league. Uh, all the quarterbacks are gone. Obviously I already have three, but I'm going to put in a big bid for him because I feel like having a quarterback in a super flex, um, it, it's a big deal. Like, I mean, the more quarterbacks you can have, I feel, uh, having a guy like that, especially when by we start, is going to be a massive trade chip uh him or uh another guy i have is trubisky a person that you could could go for i'm just trying to find it here what i put in i put in uh i think we had 250 and i've spent some already so i put in 151 dollar bid for uh for daniel jones so 151 out of the 250 i believe that no way jose doesn't even have that much left to start with we know that for sure (laughs) (laughs) all right so you're going over half your amount to go out and get Mason Rudolph. Frank, when I asked you that question this morning, you told me like 12 to 15%. Well, that was in your context where you didn't need a quarterback. Well, it's the same as he was. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, in that, in that sense, like if you want to try and corner the market, which is you know what we were talking about doing. Definitely. Uh, you could be a little bit more aggressive. But if I, don't, if I ultimately don't need Mason Rudolph, like you have three quarterbacks that undoubtedly you will start over him every week. Yeah, I'm probably going 12 to 15%. Is he undoubtedly? I guess that remains to be seen. Right, like, that's like, how much faith do we have in Mason Rudolph? Like, how does he look I'll just talk about my quarterbacks team. for a second. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to make it about me, but it is. You got Matthew Stafford. But other people might be in a similar predicament. You got Stafford. I, my three quarterbacks are Stafford, Jimmy G, and Josh Allen. I have no loyalty to any of those three guys. Right? On any given, yeah. It's not like one of them is guaranteed, but guaranteed I, to be in my lineup. I think more often than not, you will start... Any or all three of those over Mason Rudolph. What if Mason Rudolph in this spot in Pittsburgh works out? There's a chance. There's definitely a chance. So, again, you said 12, fine. But when I had those three quarterbacks, just me personally, I'm probably being more aggressive on running backs and wide receivers. Okay, we'll get to those. Because I know that that's not really a position that I need. We'll get to those coming up in two minutes. What if you are the Ben Roethlisberger owner? I'll throw this out there. My poor Poppy, I'm sorry. We play in a league together, Superflex Home League. He had Drew Brees 
and Ben Roethlisberger on his team as his two quarterbacks. And I'm sure he's not the only one out there. His backup is Case Keenum. You have to pick up both of these guys. You got to try. I mean, how aggressive are you being there? I think you got to do what, what EY basically He's $92 left out of 100 You got to basically do what EY did. You got to go like half of your budget on it. You don't have on just one of them or, or both combined? Like, do you put 26 bucks on each and just hope you get both? No, I think you, I think you go Or do you put like 51 put, on Mason Rudolph? I think you put Rudolph. like 46 on Mason Rudolph. And then like... Do you also bid on, Ted, on Teddy Bridgewater or you do bid. you just have him as a backup? No, you bid like 12 to 15. Ace Keenum this week faces the Bears. I mean, he's screwed. If you, if you had Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger in a Superflex League, you're pretty screwed, to be honest. But I, I, I'd probably lean with you. Like right, You're so going to have to put close to 50% of your budget. If you lost Ben, you're putting close to 50% on in a Superflex League. If you lost yeah. Brees, how much goes on Teddy Bridgewater? Not as much. I'm probably putting like 25 to 30%. I agree. Yeah. How much goes on uh, Taysom Hill? Dollar make Dollar you holler. holler. Yeah. Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones, I would be more aggressive on him than I would Teddy Bridgewater. Like I mentioned when I was talking about ranking these guys, Daniel Jones, I'm probably putting a similar amount to Mason Rudolph. Kyle Allen. It's three to five bucks. Right. If, I, if I'm a Cam Newton owner, probably seven, eight. We take a break here. When we come back, we leave the quarterbacks. We go to the running backs and wide receivers. We'll tell you how much to bid and who to drop next. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com lose weight now go to fat100.com lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to go to fat100.com lose 10 20 or more pounds immediately go to fat100.com for free information on 
how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at rotoexperts.com. Back with you, BFFs, Frank Stanfield, Greg Sussman, Eric Young here too. Mentioned a lot of the quarterbacks from a super flex perspective. If you are looking to replace a single quarterback league, I just asked you during the break. I lost Cam Newton. One quarterback league, a bunch of names are on the on the waiver wire. Jimmy G, Jameis Winston. Uh, a whole bunch of others. Uh, what would you do? How much would you bid? That kind of thing. I would rank it. Uh, there's three that really stick out for me. I would rank Jimmy Garoppolo, Josh Allen, and then Jameis Winston in that order. All three have pretty damn good matchups. Garoppolo going up against the Steelers. They've allowed 300 yards passing and three touchdowns in each of their first two games. Russell Wilson and Tom Brady both tore this secondary apart. Yes, they just traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, so they should get better over the next couple of weeks, but I'm not sure how much he'll be acclimated acclimated into this defense right away. Uh, Josh Allen has looked really good so far the first two weeks. Completion percentage is up, which I really like for Josh Allen. We just saw the Cincinnati Bengals get torched by Jimmy Garoppolo, nearly 300 yards and three passing touchdowns. And then I'll rank Jameis Winston third. Really love the matchup against the New York Giants, but you know, Greg and I were talking about this during the break. Jameis Winston even called himself a game manager in the post-game you know, press conference that he was doing last week on NFL Network. Now, more of like an interview than press conference, but you know, he called himself a game manager. So I really like the matchup for Jameis going up against the Giants, but if we're just talking about volume, I like those other two guys a little bit more. Uh, in a one-quarterback league, if I own Cam Newton or one of these other guys, I'm probably bidding six or seven bucks. I'm not really breaking the bank, and okay. I'll put the other two as a backup bid. EY, what about you? Garoppolo, Winston, and uh, Josh Allen this week. All three really good matchups. Yeah, I'm actually going after Allen there. Um, I I have him in a a super flex. I'm definitely starting him. Um, I I, I lost Cam, and and that's the guy that I'm going after. So I just feel like no matter what, uh, we feel like his, like you were just saying, his passing has improved, and he's still got wheels. Like watching this guy run the ball, it's it's uh, it's it's a it's a cool thing. Uh, Buffalo may have found their quarterback. He still needs to improve on his accuracy and his 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 touch on the ball. But I do feel like those are things that can come in time, and he will be better at it as he goes. Let me start. You guys good with the quarterback conversation? Yeah. Okay. Let me start with wide receivers because I happen to like the wide receivers more than I like the running backs this week. <laughs> And that brings me to your guy, EY, Demarcus Robinson. He finished as wide receiver one. The wide receiver one. The wide receiver one this week. Six catches, 172 yards, two touchdowns. A monstrous, monstrous week. His snaps, as Frankie noted here on our rundown, went up to 68 snaps. Ten more than Nicole Hardman played in week two. It's not dissimilar to Tyreek Hill and what he does. How much do you spend? EY, I'm going to you first on this. He's your guy. How much do you spend on Demarcus Robinson? 
<laughs> I do feel like you have to weather yourself a little bit on, on this guy. The, so the reality is, is, is last week it was Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is still the number one receiver there, and Tyreek Hill will be back at some point. So you're not going to have this guy every game for the rest of the season. Last week I said everyone was on the Hardman train, and I said, no, like, look, Nicole Hardman is a rookie. Andy Reid's offense is really, really intense, really complicated, and Andy Reid traditionally doesn't play rookies a lot. He will play. Michael Hartman is a special player. We saw that in the offseason. Uh, we know uh, his combine numbers were unbelievable, but you have to look back two or three years. Demarcus Robinson's combine numbers were unbelievable. And I, I read a thing, and I, I, I can't for the life of me remember who it was, and I wish I could give him credit, but I read a thing on how the Chiefs are stockpiling these hyper-athletes to go along with Patrick Mahomes. That's what all these guys are. That's what Andy Reid has in his offense. These guys that are crazy speed. They're they're spreading the field. Mahomes is is I think a generational quarterback. We're going to be talking about him in twenty or thirty years. I said it early on in the preseason. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's going to regress. He's not going to score fifty touchdowns." I'm going to say it. That I said it then, and I'll, I'm going to reconfirm it. He's going to score fifty or more this year. Demarcus Robinson is a great spot start, but. As far as how much to spend, I mean, it's an almost an impossible question to answer I, because I just have to say percentage. I'm not sure. good at math, but I mean, I think like, you know, 10 to 20% if you're super desperate, 20% maybe, he's going to play and he's going to be used. This, this is, a, is a great player in a great offense. I think that number makes sense uh, for where you guys coming, depending on how desperate you are. If you have some wide receivers and you don't like, need to start him necessarily this week, you're probably around like 11%, 11 to 13. If you are, if you need him, Starting now, starting this week, you're looking closer to 20% probably. Yeah, I think those numbers actually make a lot of sense. What came to my mind immediately was 12 to 15%, which when we saw the bids go through last week for McCole Hardman, he ended up in that 12, 13% of fab budget leagues, uh, at least in the leagues that I play in. So I think Mikkel Hardman, uh, rather Demarcus Robinson, should go for a similar amount to what Mikkel Hardman did. And I just kind of want to piggyback off what EY was saying. Let's not get it twisted. In this offense, Sammy Watkins and Travis Kelsey are still the top two targets. Sammy Watkins had 13 targets in week two. Travis Kelsey had nine targets in week two. Robinson had six, and Mikael Hardman had six. So I think that, you know, we're going to get some volatility between Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. We just saw what either one of their upsides can be. I say either one because I think on a weekly basis, you don't know who that person's going to be. Like, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Mikael Hardman next week or this upcoming week, rather, does what Demarcus Robinson just did. And they kind of, like, trade off. Because I do think their snaps are going to be similar and their targets are going to be similar. But we also saw the upside. That's why you need to be aggressive. So, again, Greg, it depends on what you need, how badly you need the wide receiver right now. I want as much exposure to this Chiefs passing attack as I can possibly get. So, on the lower end, 10 to 12%. If you really need it, like you said, up to 20%. But I do think that there's going to be weeks where we see the low floor of both Demarcus Robinson and Hardman, but obviously we see what that ceiling was. All right, another pass catcher that you point out here on the rundown that you're interested in is Debo Samuel. We talked a little bit about him on the FanDuel Hurry Up yesterday. You were the Dante Pettis guy, Frank, coming into the year. Obviously, through two weeks, it's been a complete disaster for him. Debo Samuel's taken over. <laughs> Debo Samuel's taken over the starting role, and he's done a really nice job at it as he's gotten more mature and he's figured things out for him. How much are you spending on Debo Samuel if he's out there? Yeah, this is an interesting one. I'd still probably take Demarcus Robinson just because of the upside, but we have to remind ourselves that Tyreek Hill is going to be back at some point, six to seven weeks from now, whatever it might be. 
Uh, and Debo Samuel probably has more long-term upside. So if you're looking for someone that you can trust maybe for the longevity of the season, I would probably take Debo Samuel over Demarcus Robinson. But I still think that the Fab should be in a similar range. Looks to be the wide receiver one for this team right now. I still think that there are going to be better performances to come for George Kittle as well in this offense. But He's actually averaging more yards per game this year than last year at this time. George Kittle? Yeah. Yeah, so he got off to a slow start last year as well. And, you know, we haven't necessarily seen him have that rapport with Jimmy Garoppolo yet. So keep that in mind, but I still do think there's going to be big games for George Kittle in the future. But Debo Samuel led all 49ers pass catchers last week in targets. He had seven. Receptions, he had five. uh, Receiving yards, he had 87. And he also scored a touchdown in the red zone. I kind of do want to stress in the red zone, Jimmy Garoppolo leaned on Debo Samuel. I apologize for Dante Pettis. It's not working out. You can drop Dante Pettis. You can even drop Dante Pettis for Debo Samuel if you want to make that swap. But I'm looking for a similar fab percentage for Debo Samuel as I am when it comes to Demarcus Robinson. I agree. He could be a big time. He could be a big time guy. Maybe a little bit less. I like because like again, the Kansas City offense better than the San Francisco offense. But in the San Francisco looks pretty good, man. It does. It does. And it's Kyle Shanahan. Like this guy is an offensive mastermind, Greg. I said that in the preseason. Throughout training camp, when we're like talking it, up these players. I look at the red zone thing. Dude, they were 16th in total offense last year with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard as their quarterbacks. Now they have Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm pretty bullish on this 49ers offense. EY, Debo Samuel, how much? Yeah, I mean, for me, it, 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 this is, it still it goes back to roster construction. Uh, to bring back on what Frank said is like, look, like Debo Samuel is going to be their wide receiver one or two for the rest of the year. Is San Francisco, Kansas City? Absolutely not. Do I think Debo Samuel is as good an athlete as Demarcus Robinson? I do not. But what I do believe is he will have a a larger share of the workload and will play as long as he's healthy all year. Um, San Francisco, I I fear the big thing there is they're going to spread the ball all over the place. I was a Pettis guy too. I still think he's going to become something at some point. can you hold on to him unless you have a deep bench? No, you got to drop him and move on. Uh, but, but but really pay attention. His snaps went up uh, from two, so it's not saying a whole lot, but they went up, and and I think they will increase. Uh, but the thing is, Shanahan's going to spread the ball all over the place. Garoppolo's going to throw it to who's open. Um, they're going they're going to to have a, a, a number one, a different number one, differing on different weeks. So Debo Samuel was the guy this week, next year it could be next week it could be Gooden, it could be James, it could be Pettis, it could be let's not forget George Kittle is still, I think, the number one target there. Uh and the running backs catch the ball as well. So I mean it's 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 a it's a roll of the dice on who's going to produce there, but Samuel is a guy that uh looks like right now is the number one or number two wide receiver on the team. Two quick points, Greg. I really like the matchup this week for Debo Samuel. I mentioned when we were talking about Garoppolo going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense that has just been torched by wide receivers so far this season. They're allowing the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers. Small sample size, but I think Debo Samuel is in a good spot this week. And I also do want to mention the snap count. You brought this up, EY. 27 snaps for Debo Samuel this week. Actually ranked fourth among wide receivers on the 49ers. So they had Dante Pettis on the field more, Marquise Goodwin, and even Richie James Jr. So pay attention to that. It might have been because this game was a blowout and they started to like rest the starters as, as the game went along. But just kind of keep that in mind when bidding on Debo Samuel as well. So the other wide receivers that, that you have here, Frankie, DJ Chark, Geronimo Allison, Hunter Renfro, that, that's all well and good. I need to make sure I hit on the Eagles, guys, because Alshon Jeffrey left this game in the first half. Sean Jackson left this game in the first half. It doesn't look like either of them are going to play in I haven't heard, I haven't heard anything about that. It doesn't sound good. 
It doesn't sound good for either of them. No. Okay. Not to play in week three. Which means that the number one wide receiver on this team, other than Zach Ertz, is Nelson Aguilar. That is correct. People need to go out and get Nelson Aguilar. He was the only guy targeted in the second half, seemingly, outside of Zach Ertz. Because Dallas Goddard got hurt also. So it was literally the Nelson Aguilar show for the Philadelphia Eagles this past week. People need to get in on Aguilar. And I feel like no one's talking about this guy. Yeah, and we can talk about it a little bit more when we come back. We got a break coming up here. But yeah, Nelson Aguilar, you're going to want to be aggressive on him, especially if you were relying on Alshon Jeffrey or Deshaun Jackson. A lot of people were depending on those guys to be their respective wide receiver threes. And then there's also another sneaky, sneaky ad in Philadelphia that we need to talk about. We talked about that as well. I want to hit on James Washington a bit and get to the running back. A whole lot more to do. Not that much time to do it. We'll do our best over the next 20 minutes here on the BFFs. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to SportsGrid.com slash DK to play. That's SportsGrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Fantasy. Freestyle. Deshaun Watson now has been sacked at least four times. Eight games in a row. Another hashtag, all quarterbacks matter. They need to protect Deshaun Watson. That is my number one takeaway, especially if Indianapolis, Tennessee, Jacksonville, they don't seem to be scaring people anymore. Houston could be set up to win a division title if they protect Deshaun Watson. Monday and Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Zumo TV, channel 719. 
flying through. Don't want to waste too much time here. He's Frank. I'm Greg. EY here too. I mentioned Nelson Aguilar, Frank, and he said it's not looking great for Deshaun Jackson or Alshon Jeffrey this week. If Nelson Aguilar is out there, how much are you spending? Yeah, this is obviously more of a short-term ad because I expect Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey to be back at some point, probably sooner rather than later. Uh, not like any of these Tyreek Hill injuries uh, that we're talking about or anything long-term, but if you need someone to play this week, you know, 3 to 5%, maybe, if you're an Alshon Jeffrey owner or Deshaun Jackson owner, you go a little bit higher than that. But you have to keep in mind, this is probably more of a short-term ad when it comes to Nelson Aguilar. But he had a great game and could have had an even better game if he had not dropped that perfect throw from Carson Wentz, which would have been whatever it was, 60, 70-yard touchdown down the sideline. But Aguilar, 11 targets that was second on a team, led the team in receiving 107 yards, eight receptions, and a touchdown against the Falcons. Uh, And he actually played a ton of snaps in this game. They had 80 offensive plays. He ran on 77 of those plays he was in the game for, Greg. So, yeah, if you need Nelson Aguilar, anywhere from like 3 to 7%. It depends, you know, how aggressive you want to be. I want to be aggressive on this. And maybe this is one of those like weird veterans that I like, but he's the guy. He's the guy right now. But I just think Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson are going to be back at some point. Do we even do we know what their what their injuries are? Alshon's dealing with a calf. I believe Deshaun Jackson's dealing with a groin. And this is going to be a good conversation to have with uh, Virginia Zakis on Thursday of inside injuries. So you know, if it comes out that you know she sees this as more of an ominous timeline, then maybe you're right that Nelson Aguilar. Unfortunately, we're not going to have the time. We're not going to know that until Thursday. Yeah. But you know. When we do our, uh, what are we calling it now, the leftovers segment on Thursday, yeah. which we will present uh, th- this Thursday, obviously, Yep. Um, Nelson Aguilar, I think, is going to be one of these players that people kind of forget about, and he might be available for your second run of waiver wires, your second fab run for the The other weekend. guy that may yeah. be forgotten about is our guy, J.J. Orsega-Whiteside, yep. because he also played all those snaps, and while he wasn't targeted at all, maybe once. He had four targets, only one reception. Yeah, so it was one reception is what I meant. That's okay because he played those snaps as he gets worked seventy four of eighty. He was on the field a as lot. As he gets worked into the game plan, he'll be targeted. Don't sleep on JJ Arcega Whiteside here, especially in deeper leagues too. He was probably dropped, you know, early on in the year because it looked like he wasn't going to be used. But JJ Arcega Whiteside was the player we were referring to before the break. Real, real sneaky ad this week. I mentioned last week sneaky ad. Raheem Mostert that worked out pretty well. Uh, hopefully JJ Arcega Whiteside works out the same way. Frank, talk to me um, about James Washington. Yeah, James Washington uh, spoke about him a little bit earlier in the show. He has a rapport with Mason Rudolph. They played together all four years at Oklahoma State. James Washington went off for almost 4,500 receiving yards, 39 receiving touchdowns in his four-year career at Oklahoma State, and his snaps actually went up this week. Um, He played the second most offensive snaps among the wide receivers on the Pittsburgh Steelers, 33 snaps. Dante Moncrief, hands are made of stone. He was benched in that game. James Washington played the second most snaps and obviously has the rapport with Mason Rudolph already. So I think he's inching closer to becoming that uh, number two wide receiver consistently for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Greg. All right, we'll see what happens. EY, you in on James Washington here with Mason Rudolph as quarterback. Yeah, they look like they had a real connection during the preseason, and uh, and I believe in that kind of thing. Uh, and, I mean, we can we can clearly see that Dante Moncrief is still Dante Moncrief. Everyone was very high on him. I had Washington ahead of Dante Moncrief all off season, not by much, but, but always ahead. Um, so yeah, Washington is a guy that, I mean, if he's out there, I've checked through all my leagues. He is owned in every league that I'm in, not available anywhere. Um, and I think whoever that person is, is going to reap the benefits once, uh, Mason Rudolph takes the controls here. 
All right, let me move on quickly to the running backs. I know we're quickly running out of time here. The number one running back, Frank, that you want to go out and get this week is? Raheem Mostert. And I was just talking about him. You said it last week, it's man. A very, it's a very popular week for San Francisco 49ers ads, but you just want exposure to this Kyle Shanahan offense and his running backs. We've said that for years, Greg. You've been all over Kyle Shanahan running backs as long as I've known you. And it came to fruition again last week. Even with three guys in the mix, all three of those guys came through. Now, it's annoying that Jeff Wilson is involved. We'd rather this be a two-back running back by committee rather than a three-back, but Matt Breida looked awesome once again. Raheem Mostert, in the short career that he's had, in the limited touches, he's looked extremely, extremely explosive. Did so, you know, touching the ball last week. Uh, He led the team in snaps, led the team in touches and opportunities, led the team in scrimmage yards at the running back position. So I just want exposure to the San Francisco 49ers backfield. Raheem Mostert is still out there in a ton of leagues, Greg. Raheem Mostert, we told you to pick him up last week. It cost you like two bucks, nothing serious. Yeah, now you're probably going to look at 10 to 12% of your budget. How badly do you want Raheem Mostert here, EY? Uh, I'm not, not too bad. Look, this is, there's three running backs. Uh, Wilson, I think is the kind of thing where Mostert is better at special teams, which is why he was on the active roster. But, but Wilson has, when he's played has shown well, Brita is probably the number one guy to own there, but every week it's going to be a dart throw. Uh, Brita is going to probably take the majority of the carries and catches, but the other two guys are going to split a bunch. Uh, like I said, San Francisco is just a, it's a, it's a kind of like a watered down Patriots. You just never know week to week who's going to get the ball. So it, it, that's really frustrating. If you need like our entire need of running back uh, at this point, you're you're probably screwed anyways. But yeah, Moser could be a guy that you could pick up. All right, other running backs this week include certainly Jalen Samuels, given that James Conner banged up with that knee right now. Conner said on his radio show yesterday he's going to play this week. He ex- says he expects to play, yep. but when he played last year and was a bit limited, Jalen Samuels stepped up. Yeah, in the three games James Conner missed, uh, Jalen Samuels was the workhorse uh, during that span. Last year, weeks 14, 15, and 16, he averaged 14 carries per game, four receptions per game, and over 100 scrimmage yards per game as well. So we've seen this time and time again. When one Pittsburgh Steelers running back goes down, the backup is entered and basically gets a full workhorse uh, workload, 15 to 20 touches per game. So uh, it's not the same offense without Ben Roethlisberger, but you still want exposure to the Steelers backfield. You've been talking to me a lot today and this morning about Frank Gore. And how you kind of like him this week. Dude, it's 2019, EY, and we're talking about Frank Gore. We're going to talk about Jason Witten. We're talking about Carlos Hyde. It's crazy. I said this yesterday with Zed May Never Die. I am in on Frank Gore this week. I'm going to have him ranked. I haven't done my rankings yet, but I imagine as a high-end RB3, a flex, maybe even a low-end RB2. Greg, I love the matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals, who just got destroyed by San Francisco. They allowed 317 total yards, that is not a typo, and three touchdowns to the likes of Jeffrey Wilson, Raheem Mostert, and Matt Breida. Devin Singletary is dealing with a hamstring injury. Frank Gore might be out there by himself. He just had 21 touches. He's in a really good spot in Week 3, Greg. He is. It's not exactly exciting, but Frank Gore clearly in a good spot, as is Carlos Hyde with 20 carries this past Sunday. It's old, it's ugly, it's not fun, but certainly something to note. A couple more running backs I do want to mention quickly. Rashad Penny, Craig, Craig Carson. Chris Carson, it's got a bit of a fumbling problem. Right now, three fumbles through two games, almost fumbled the third time and threw this game away for Seattle. Rashad Penny looked a lot better in, in week two than he did week one. Uh, Chase Edmonds, you threw out here on the rundown. David Johnson missed a lot of that game with a wrist injury, did come back. 
Just a warning to David Johnson owner, if you don't have Chase Edmonds, you better. And then Darwin Thompson, because both Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy are banged up. It looks like both of them are going to be okay for this week. LaShawn McCoy is expected to play, but not guaranteed. He's the third guy. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, pay attention to Rashad Penny. Pay attention to that fumbling issue that we talked about when it comes to Chris Carson. Uh, Carlos Hyde. No, the guy looks pretty good so far. He's averaging 5.77 yards per carry. Everybody wanted to write him off. He's basically just filling in for that Lamar Miller role, uh, whereas when they're leading in games, when they're expected to have big leads in games, Carlos Hyde is going to get a decent amount of work here. Uh, Chase Edmonds, I have a league where I own David Johnson, and I don't have Chase Edmonds, so that's why I bring this up. You know, I was actually really, really scared on Sunday when David Johnson left because of that surgically repaired wrist, so make sure you have Chase Edmonds on your team. Team, if you are a David Johnson owner, and who was the last person you brought up? I brought up Darwin uh, Thompson. Darwin Chase, Thompson as yeah. well. I mean, look, it's just exposure to this Chiefs offense. If you own McCoy, if you own Damian Williams, just make sure you own Darwin Thompson. Uh, EY, is there anyone of that group that really sticks out for you? Um, I mean, I feel like if Frank Gore is, is available for you out there, that's, that's the guy. I mean, uh, Singletary is injured. Frank Gore is going to be the, the workhouse horse guy. He's already the workhorse guy there. And even if you're not going to play him out of respect for this man and, and the absolute marvel and the fact that he's still a starting running back in the NFL, pick him up and put him on your bench out of respect for him because it's, it's absolutely amazing. He, he hasn't had two knees for, for 10 years. He's got zero knees, and he's still a starting running back. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, but, yeah, Darwin Thompson is interesting to me, too. Uh, depending on what goes on, McCoy and Williams both have the questionable tag at this point. So I imagine one of them is going to suit up. But Darwin Thompson looked awesome in the preseason. This is another hyper-athlete in probably the best offense. No, I'm going to say it. The best offense in the NFL. And uh, if he's going to get if he's going to get snaps there, you want him on your team. By the way, just a, a couple of notes from Ron Rivera's uh, press conference here. Uh, as this GM Marty Herney said, Cam Newton re-aggravated his foot injury. They're getting Kyle Allen ready to play. But there is no guarantee that Cam Newton will miss this weekend, just for the record. Okay, no guarantee yet. So that's obviously huge news. He is in a walking boot today, but you could shed that pretty easily. Yeah, um, something of note. Something of note, yeah. yeah. I don't think he plays. Ron ultimately. Rivera said, if Cam Newton cannot play, Kyle Allen will be the starting quarterback. Kyle Allen did not look terrible either last year. I'll just throw it out there. 20 of 31, small sample size. He only started one game. Uh, 266 yards, two touchdowns, 8.6 yards per attempt. So he didn't look terrible. Uh, and based on the weapons that he has there, the offensive line needs to play better because Cam Newton was just getting destroyed all of last Thursday against the Tampa Bay Bucks of all teams. Defense looks a little bit better under Todd Bowles, but ultimately Kyle Allen does have weapons there. Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, Greg Olson, and obviously Christian McCaffrey. So he should be able to at least be decent with those options. We have just a few minutes left. If you're looking for a tight end this week. Will Disley, the obvious solution for you there. Uh, played a ton of snaps in week two. Obviously was the goal line tight end for Russell Wilson. Certainly someone to consider. Very, very strong Um very, very strong option for you on the waiver wire. The other tight ends that are out there, the veterans, right? Tyler Eifert, um, Jason Witten, too. Yeah, Jason Witten, what's dead may never die. That's a con common theme to today's show as well. The guy has scored a touchdown in each of the first two weeks, and Michael Gallup just went down for the Dallas Cowboys. We should also mention that that happened yesterday, Greg, uh, because that makes Devin Smith a sneaky ad if you play in deeper leagues. Devin Smith, uh, you know, former, I believe, second-round pick of the New York Jets, Reclamation project for the Dallas Cowboys scored a long touchdown last week, and yesterday Jason Garrett said that he will be in line to play more snaps due to this Michael Gallup injury. So pay attention to Devin Smith in deeper leagues. Jason Witten, 
Targets might even go up now that Michael Gallup is hurt, uh, has scored a touchdown in each of the first two games. And honestly, if you're streaming tight ends, that's what you're looking for. Which tight end can score a touchdown? Jason Witten has done that in each of the first two weeks. I'll throw Gerald Everett's name out there, Tyler Higby dealing with an injury. Uh, and if you want exposure to that Los Angeles Rams, that's a cheap way to get it, Greg. Ewan, we got two minutes to go. It's been your week, your show. I know you want a couple of minutes to opine on Derrick Henry. Yeah, so I, I listen to a, a lot of fantasy podcasts. I read a lot of fantasy articles. And I want to know for the fantasy community and people that, that are, are supposed to be experts or, or analysts in this industry, Derrick Henry has been a number one running back for eight weeks straight. And they want to make excuses that he, he doesn't catch the ball and, and you know, the Tennessee Titans are a bad offense and Marcus Mariota is a bad quarterback. None of that has mattered. This is fantasy football. Derrick Henry has been, like I said, a number one, number one running back for eight weeks in a row. Change your opinion. You're making yourself look like a fool. If you don't have this guy ranked as a number one, he better be in your top 12. And if you're not, if you're reading somebody or listening to somebody that doesn't have this guy, at least in the top 15 running backs, stop listening to what they're saying because they're not paying attention to what's going on. It's starting to piss me off, to be honest. Shout out to EY. About to put somebody through a table when it comes to Derrick Henry. I actually had Derrick Henry ranked inside my top 12 running backs last week heading into week two. So, you know, I didn't even get your opinion on uh, on Derrick Henry before that, and I still managed to get him in there. It's time to start trusting Derrick Henry, Greg. Speaking of rankings and speaking of trust, you got to trust Frank Stample, who is top three overall in the fantasy football community with his Week 2 rankings. Not a surprise, Frank. Not a surprise, Greg. Real quick, if you're streaming defenses, look for the Cowboys against the Dolphins, the Titans against the Jags, Bills against the Bengals, and the Packers against the Broncos. For Eric Young and Frank Stample, my name is Greg Sussman. Frank and I will go over all of the waiver wire and how it went down tomorrow. You'll be there, too. We, we hope. hope. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your 
car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow, the number 100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. What did I miss? What did I miss? Here's what you missed on the BFFs. Football is amazing because just two weeks ago, the Jet fans here have all this hope, right? Like, we got Sam Darnold. Things are looking up. Which Jet fans? Not you. Okay. But most Jet fans have this hope of, like, hey, this could be our year. Like, we could be pretty good. And Sam Darnold takes the next step. Adam Gase innovates the office a little bit. Again, not you, Frankie. It could be pretty good. And Giant fans are like, wow, oh, this is going to be terrible. We drafted Daniel Jones. He stinks. Oh, my God. And we don't have it. I should have made sure we had it available. But I did a pretty big rant about six months ago. About six months ago, I told you about the Daniel Jones thing. And Will you be apologizing to Daniel Jones? Now, six months later, <laughs> with the Giants announcing they're going to start Daniel Jones this weekend, I couldn't be more excited. This is the life of a football fan. So... That is true. I've never seen a collective city, great. franchise, organization living here in New York seeing the response that drafting Daniel Jones garnered to a complete 180 in a six-month span, Greg. I love it. All this guy had to do was complete a few passes in the preseason. That's it. There you go. We are all in on the Daniel Jones experience, baby. Danny Dimes. Let's, That's what they're calling him. Let's do it. Let's bring in our buddy EY. What's happening, EY? Always another excellent weekend of uh, fantasy football. Uh, I don't think any of us, I know we, we always uh, have a little text group, and I don't think any of us did very well, but no. uh, we all kind of made some good calls. Uh, the games were fun, except for last night. And, uh, I mean, football's the best. It's also the best when uh, when you beat up on us, huh? Huh, EY? Why are you waving a Jets flag? I'm just reminding him that he wasn't here when I told everyone that I was at the game last night. Uh, he was here the whole I just, time. I just went on a little spiel. He, about, he heard it. He was here. Oh, he was here? So, yeah, he so, heard it all. So why didn't we uh, welcome him in early? We were doing a Jets and Giants rant. Oh, he's, okay. He's not a Jets and Giants all right, Well, yeah. Last night was terrible, EY. Uh, it was also doubly terrible because you had Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, and we, we all it saw how that turned it out. It wasn't Nick Chubb that yeah, beat us. It was the Julio it Jones. It was Julio Jones, man. We were looking good. We were looking you know, great. Julio Jones does not score that final touchdown. That 50-yard touchdown. Look at that out. We would have won. We would have won. We lost by seven points. That touchdown gave EY 12 points. So thank you, Philadelphia Eagles, he for sucking. He basically could have just brought it down to the one and fallen. We would have won. Yeah. 
And, and no, well, the Falcons needed that score to win, didn't they? No, or, no they were already out. They were already out. Uh, yeah, well, then he should have done that. But congratulations to you, EY. Uh, make sure to uh, pick a weekend and uh, choose a hotel of your of your choice. But before let's and, not uh, we'll say be, that, let's not say that. Number one, <laughs> we'll be paid uh, up. Number two, number two. I'm just saying, given that we played in week two, we do play again in week thirteen. Uh oh, there could be a double or nothing coming. Uh oh, just saying, double or nothing, EY. Count me in, boys. Count me I in. Know. I'll never get tired of whipping on you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-